Sevi right there with cold calciferol off the back of a little bit of Logic 1000 with Medium and Sophie with Is It Cold in the Water, a innovator and all-round creative in every sense of the word. I got a little choked up so I couldn't finish everything I had planned to say but I think if there's anything that should be said of the sea of tributes that's come through the one that stuck out to me the most was the person who described her music as mp3 and wavs splitting open and cracking in half and that is why we are so sad to hear the news about Sophie but on the other hand I've got two germs in the studio with me right now and we <laughs> we are going to go into a little bit of movies 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 Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies. And on mornings, it's Movies, Movies, Movies. Welcome, Jen. Welcome, Andre. Hello, welcome, welcome. welcome. Hey, cuties. I'm <laughs> saying welcome to you. <laughs> oh, my head is everywhere. This full moon has really fucked everything up, hasn't it? A little bit, hey. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's talk about Sophie, if that's okay. Just yes. to get off our chest. We need to talk about it. We Just because about it. film is an art form and art is everywhere. And if anyone was, uh, I don't know, destined for OST glory in a film, it's mm. Sophie. She never got a chance to score that dream film. I, was, I asked Jen yesterday, what would be the dream film collaboration with Sophie? Um, I didn't get an answer from you, but I honestly... You didn't ask me that yesterday. I don't know why you're dropping that right now. I <laughs> Coming up, we're going to be reviewing Euphoria. And I want, I to be honest, I'm so glad that she didn't get tapped to do a Euphoria song. I know that Arca did, and we're not throwing shade or anything, but she could have done some pretty dire... A24 productions and she didn't well that like reminds me of one of my favourite quotes from her where she talks about how making music for her isn't just like a competition to be the most emotionally vulnerable it's about making the like loudest brightest pop music with whatever technology is available and that's why Mm. she didn't do Euphoria which contradicts Euphoria's ethos of being the saddest most melodramatic most FK Twigs Magdalene (laughs) piece of uh, visual media possible which is fine but not everything has to be Phineas. We will be reviewing that. And also the film that I got to award as the Flickerfest Rainbow Short of the Year last night, which is about a trans character called Dustin. And um, yeah, it was a bit of a moment in the tent last night awarding that and talking about Sophie. Shall we dip into some movie news real quick before we play a little Sophie? Yeah. Mm. Welcome to Movies... Movies, movies. So we played that intro again because famously Johnny Greenwood wrote the score, especially for us, for our intro music, and he's actually kicked Mika Levy off the composing duties of the new Diana movie star and Kristen Stewart. Mika Levy has 
I think just been punching too many bowls this year during COVID and has released a second album in the space of like two or three weeks. Uh, and she won't be scoring Diana. Johnny Green will be doing that. Whoa. So we have to drop that news. And until then, we have a photo of uh, Dee Dee as played by KK Stu. Um, how would I describe it? Red coat, black hat, <laughs> Sounds like full a- lips. <laughs> Baby, is this James Blake This right is now? a Pitbull song, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she does look very regal, though. She's like yes. got, captured that essence and aura of like... And funnily enough, I didn't so- believe that she was going to be able to pull off uh, a Diane portrait but yeah. i think she's getting close to yeah, it it's all in the side eye it's all in the side eye um so let's brush off the crown season four until we are hit with that pablo lorraine film in more boring news hillary clinton has signed on to ep tv series adaptation of the daughters of co oops sorry sorry i can't see the computer <laughs> the daughters of Kobani, which draws upon hundreds of hours of interviews and on the ground reporting to tell the unforgettable story of an all-women kurdish militia who took on isis in northern syria and won jen i know i'm pointing the mic towards me but we are sharing and i want to ask you to share your opinions on hillary clinton being an ep I just don't know why we're talking about these states women today. It's fine, it's totally fine, but it sounds as boring as Kate McKinnon's intro on SNL last night. Oh, oh my gosh, let's not go there then. Jen, announce to us the winners of Flickrfest 2021 yesterday, which came with a Sophie tribute. There was a Sophie tribute. I stayed for the Rainbow Shorts Award, which was the first one, uh, and then I promptly left. There was just too many boring films. So I'm sorry if you're listening and you are a Flickrfest winner. I... So, so... I believe you deserve it. Absolutely deserve it. But um, I did go and get McDonald's halfway through. Um, What have we got next? I think that's the end of movie news today. We are going to go into some take two right after this one. It's Hey Cutie on FBI. I remember moving to Sydney and hearing this on FBI. FBI just absolutely overplayed this and I never got over it. (laughs) No such thing as overplaying where Sophie's concerned. Stay with us right here on Mornings. On Movies, Movies, Movies. Text in 0409-945-945. Thoughts, feelings, anything you've got. Reviews, Sophie-related. We're all ears. Hey, cutie!
And it wouldn't be Sophie without a big chaotic finish right there. Hey, cutie. We're on Movies, 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 and it's time for a little take two. Take two. Now, today, Jen and Andre, as always, um, if this is your first time tuning into Movies, 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 this is a bi-weekly segment dedicated to the art of film, auteurs, reviews, all that jazz. And this week, Jen and Andre have prepared something a little different for their reviews. Shall you two take it away? Yeah, so I guess today we're doing a review of a film that won the Flickrfest Film Festival last night, or the Rainbow Short section at least, mm. which is a film called Dustin. It's a French film, and I think that maybe they got the title wrong, because I've never heard that word Dustin in French, so we'll have to check with Flickrfest to make sure that that title's correct, Jen. And Andre will be reviewing (laughs) the Jules episode, the special, I would say, New Year's episode of Euphoria. Mm -hmm. On HBO. Um, But we're going to do that first. Um, I think we're both going to try and tie it into Sophie. And I think, even though it's unplanned... It's a pretty clear through line, the fact that both of these films star trans women. But that, like, we chose this before we knew, so I don't know. Just saying... Let's just hear. saying, just saying. It's too funny. Many, there's I, too many like witchy I, things going on this week. I, I don't her- know about this Leo full moon. Mm, I anyway. misheard you. I thought you said um, a, a film segment dedicated to turfs instead of auteurs. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. You watched the JK Rowling ContraPoints, didn't you? Could you talk about that for a bit? We're going to review that next week, actually. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. So let's... let's get to Euphoria. Let's just listen to the Euphoria trailer. Put it on. Rue was the first girl that didn't just look at me. She actually saw me. The me that's underneath a million layers of not me. So why'd you run away? Rue? Andre? Can you still hear me? Let's bring it in. Oh, we're back on air right now. We're back on. <laughs> I was just getting way too comfy. <laughs> we just heard the Euphoria trailer, did we? For, we did. Uh, an episode that was specifically dedicated to Jules' character, played by Andor Schaefer. And what can I say? It's a standalone episode that was made during COVID, so it's a two-hander between Jules and her therapist, or her new therapist. And I think this is a really important thing to note, because where Euphoria as a show forces so much teen angsty drama down your throat and into its cinematic universe this is the first episode that i feel like has the right to propel artificial drama because it's the first appointment that someone has at a psych so you're expected to just be like well okay um i guess i just have to tell you about all my trauma and all my experiences and you have to really like lay bare everything so for the first time euphoria has really earned its right to just be down the barrel, completely unashamedly dramatic and melodramatic, meltdown dramatic, so over the top that it makes sense and it's beautiful. And this is a great opportunity also to explore Jules's character, which is by far the most interesting person on the whole show. So we have this dedicated episode to Hunter, who EP'd the show, wrote it, and you can tell just poured open a diary and managed to make an hour-long conversation just tick every single Jules box and it's really beautiful because I think 
in this period of films that are being released, we're seeing a lot of uh, conflicting actor-director relationships. We're seeing Sia kind of failing Maddie. We're seeing the Ammonite director failing Kate Winslet. I think it's like the period of the year is the time when actors put on their Oscar marketing campaigns and we start to look closely at which performances worked with which films like who does the most who does the heavy lifting is it Nicole is it Baz like where does where who is the brick in the whole production and I think for the first time in Euphoria's history Sam Levinson who has pretty much spearheaded the whole show has taken a back seat and just let Hunter completely wiggle the wand and it's all for the better because she really just ticks every single box that you need for the teenage experience. Jen, you kind of felt a bit this was a bit too euphoria, euphoria. Yeah, I was a bit like, okay, everyone's been, the first like 10 minutes are amazing and then it's a bit much for me. But that's mm-hmm. just me. I thought it was a bit OTT. But I will say, can I just ask you both a question? I don't yep. know if you've seen the episode, but um, KMF, which stands for Kill Mary, <laughs> I've already said fuck once this episode, but. Um, Therapy scenes in shows, mm-hmm. Big Little Lies, Nicole Kidman and the Therapist, The Sopranos, and this episode. So funny that you brought that up because I kept thinking about The Sopranos and about how that was HBO's. The <laughs> it's the opposite, but it's also HBO and it's also an HBO claim to fame. I so obviously marry yeah. The Sopranos because you always hate your partner when you marry them. Um, dare I say? Is that true? Shoot Shag Mary. Let's say Shoot Shag Mary. Shoot Shag Mary. Shag Mary. Dare I say Shag Nicole? I'll get better at this one day. <laughs> and uh, um, maybe kill Euphoria because I think they'd be fine with that. Oh, that is so horrible, Andre. And you're just like fitting the stereotype after all these gushing words. Well, yeah. how about this for stereotype, Jen? I was just about to say. This whole That's week, this whole week, we've been talking about Kislowski's Blue with Juliette Binoche, which is a, a Polish art house drama. It's kind of sort of like the actorly film that everyone yes, talks yes, about, yes, and yes. it's Kishlowski. about Kislowski. Oh, hey. Get it, my Uh oh. Finally, someone corrects me. Andre, Andre, thank you. No, I love that. Put me in my place. Text in and put me in my place. Um, But that's always seen as kind of the um, lead actress, director manifesto. And we've been talking about it all week. And I kind of got that impression with Euphoria. Euphoria. Because and, it has the music from Double Life And when Veronique I was watching and... it, my friend texted me being like, oh my God, are you watching Double Life of Veronique? And I was like, no, that's another Kieslowski movie. I'm watching Euphoria. And I'm wondering now, is Euphoria just a Polish art house film, period? And this friend was just Damn. doing that totally psychically from a different house. Like, uh, no, every friend, time I think the friend was in the other room. room. <laughs> touching me. How does that? Hey, cutie girl anymore? <laughs> so answer the question. Is the Euphoria episode Polish art house? Yeah, for sure. Let's go there. Fine. Oh my god, this is the crossover event I didn't know I needed. <laughs> yeah, literally. Are you Polish? Is yes. it the background? Okay, hello. Oh my god, I just read this, like, um, get the LaRusse Gastromonique in, like, a cafe. They had this big... That's French. Encyclopedia. Yeah, but they had Poland listed in the encyclopedia as, like, a treacherous place with harsh winters and many invasions. <laughs> Next week Look. we're doing an episode dedicated to Polish cinema. Please! We need I that. Love we cinema. need that. Let's do and it. we are going to confuse Polish and Hungary. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm kind of here for that. Um, shall we dip into a little bit of music, take a break, and we'll come back with Jen's review? Yes. All right. Here on FBI, this is a song that needs a language warning from Vroom Vroom, which was so rudely uh, poorly reviewed. It's Trophy by Charlie XCX, as produced by Sophie. Language warning. I want to win. I want that trophy. I want that trophy. 
by Charlie XCX, produced by Sophie from Vroom Vroom on Mornings here on FBI 94.5. My name's Maya Billick and I'm joined by Jen and Andre of Movies, Movies, Movies fame. We're going to dip quickly into the second part of take two, which is going to be Jen's review on a film called Dustin. Jen, do you want to share anything before I play a little thing? Yeah, I mean, it took away the trophy last night. All right, here we go. Possession Techno Collective DJ Naya Guigay's Dustin or Dustin Andre. I don't want the V. I don't even know that to be honest. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's this short form hypo near realistic climax without the trans infanticide. And I, I think it proves that the best and most consenting documentary is fiction. Even though, I mean, in climax, the infanticide was a joke. I'm like not taking that too seriously. It follows this trans model who's also called Dustin and her friends from club to kick-ons and this, like, painful dislocation between desire and gender as we realise Felix, her hot gay otter BF, is a capital G, Jake Gyllenhaal gay and unwilling to adapt for love. But the film 
I guess it just isn't emotional realist Olympics, so Sophie would be kind of happy with that. It's a scripted documentary that's also like the brightest, loudest, most affirming extremist film, showing how a bodega owner so far removed from you can feel more like yourself than your own partner, uh, who's like already formed their own projections. Um, I don't know, we were on this high the other night watching it in the cinema in the Spiegel tent and like hearing it thump the audience. Like it's got some real like Berlin energy. And then we went outside, we like unanimously agreed that it was just like the most moving, like visceral film. And then we went home and found out that like Sophie had died and it was just this like true, true moment of like, I don't know, art imitating life, imitating distribution, imitating screening things in Bondi in a pavilion. And so, I don't know, I've just had this film on repeat in my head as like an archive of someone's life being at the club, getting super messy, finding drugs on the floor. And um, yeah, it was kind of weird and surreal to step up on stage and um, talk about Sophie last night. I don't know. Okay, Gorge, that is beautiful. But can I just say, screening room in a Spiegel tent, that's not a cinema, that's camping. It was pretty uncomfortable, (laughs) I will say. But the outdoor cinema was wild. It was wild to be at a film festival again. I can't believe it. See the sunset? I don't know. And everyone was talking about Athens the night before. Everyone was talking about how Athens was the place to be and talking about the Greek new, like, weird wave and staring at sunsets and... Yeah, I can't believe this week. Do you know what you made me realise just then, Jen? I realised that we can't actually think of the dream film for Sophie to score because she inspired every single composer Mm. that has made any interesting scores over the past 10 years. She's just post-cinema. She's post-cinema and she already exists in the OST universe. I mean... My first thought was obviously Under the Skin, which is such an obvious thing for me to say, hello, I'm gay. But now I'm like, she's she's in every score. She's in every piece of music that exists. I was going to say, to me, it feels like she could have maybe, maybe it's an obvious like choice, but she could have soundtracked Uncut Gems to me. True, Ooh. true, true, true. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, they need her honestly tricks, to balance them out. Yeah. Has One Tricks made a, a public statement? No pressure, but also pressure. <laughs> To be determined. To be determined. Yeah, I mean, the first person, the first mu- famous musician who I saw posting about her was Phineas, and I was like, yeah, that's right, Phineas. We're just going to see films that look like Sophie for the next 30 years, and that's her, because, I don't know, music's always ahead of the curve, right? Ponyboy is just the sickest music video Pony as well. Ponyboy is the I mean, sickest. It's, it's just so a documentary. It's like a, so good. It's, it's an brilliant. archive. She's a living archive. The, the dancers in that, the Flucked oh, Flucked. Flucked.tv are the best filmmakers. They're so fantastic. That was the most exciting piece of film of that year. Well, if you haven't checked out the Ponyboy video clip, you should do yourself a favour. Check out the live stream while you're at it. Literally on the cusp of new music. And on that, we're going to take a moment and play a little Flow Millie. We're going to come back here on Movies, Movies, Movies with a little spotlight moment. This one needs a language warning. It's Roaring Twenties, and you're on FBI. If I were a rich man, all day long I'd biddy biddy bum. If I were a wealthy man. Flow Millie shit. If I was a rich man, I drop my nuts on a hater. Fucking these hoes, I'm a player. BBS chains, watches and brains, blowing that cash on an acre. Bankroll for these stank calls. Four days in the same clothes. Push ups just to get swole. All of my bitches got white toes. Do what the fuck I want. Hit it and leave her alone. Cartier in my cologne. Hit up the country club with my bros. Stupid shit is just a double standard. I made my own lane and I took advantage. You can't hate on pussy if it rule the planet. I just came in the game and I'm doing damage. Yeah. Talk about this. Talk about this. I got my 
eat your shit. And I'm a rich bitch. We're rich bitch, Kenny. What the fuck is you talking about, hoe? So Millie shit. On the text sign, it's Flo Millie out of Alabama with Roaring Twenties. If you're a fan of this one, you should definitely check out her mixtape, Ho, Why Is You Here? And we are on Movies, Movies, Movies. We're about to dip into some spotlight action on FBI. Spotlight. Can you hear me right now? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> have you guys have you guys read Nina Las Vegas' tribute to Sophie? She's obsessed. Yes, it's she can't good. Stop. It's funny. Yeah. It's cute. The tennis comment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll leave you guys all to look that up on Instagram yourself. And then when you have the energy to leave the house, I recommend seeing... Do what we did yesterday to heal. Attention tourists. We were supposed to go watch the new Sam Levison film with Zendaya, Malcolm and Marie. I just can't believe that Zendaya would be called Marie. Yeah, no, literally. Um, but anyway, we went to Attention Tourist, which is at Cement Fondue, which is down kind of below the cross. And it's this fantastic video art show. Who knows how anyone can afford to display video art, but I mean, who's paying? Are, who is paying? Who's paying for this? But um, Ryan Trey Carton, famous queer avant-garde, you know, filmmaker, and Lizzie Fitch, who's always billed second to Ryan, and I think that's unfair, justice for Lizzie, are showing at Cement Fondue alongside Samoan New Zealand artist Christopher Ulutupu and Blackbirds and 110% who are local. The whole fam's there and they're all showing videos for your pleasure. There's some karaoke. There's some... I don't know. What else? How would you describe... Okay, our favourite room is upstairs. It's temple time. You will miss it. You will totally miss it. You won't know that it's there. But you go up there, you sit in camping chairs and you see a haunted green screen drone warfare tour through an ancient haunted cinema by a bunch of gagged like Aubrey Plazas. Mm. Ryan Tricarton and Lizzie Fitch famous for building really crazy menagerie-esque over-the-top roller coaster ride. Very Sophie um, sculptures to sit in while you watch Ryan Tricarton's films um, uh, are showing at Cement Fondue without the sculptures, which I thought was a bit strange because I was really excited to see Lizzie Fitch's... wanted the carpeted wall. I wanted the carpeted wall. I wanted Lizzie Fitch's pillars. I wanted the, like, broken beds and mattresses. But we are going to interview the two iconic American artists. So if you are a Ryan Trekhunt and Lizzie Fitch fan, please message the show what you'd like us to ask them. 
we are very excited to talk to our literal idols uh, about their practice. And in the meantime, everyone should go check out their films at Attention Tourist at Cement Fondue alongside Christopher Ulutupu, Blackbirds and 110%. Love it. Love the recommendations always coming through with the goods. Jen, Andre, thank you so much for coming through today. You can listen back to everything movies, movies, movies related wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look up FBI Radio and movies, movies, movies will be right there. And what are we doing next week? A Polish movie review takeover. Yes. Supposedly. Or two weeks. (laughs) One week, two weeks. I don't know. Stay tuned. Watch this space. It's coming soon. We're going to dip into some AJ Tracy featuring Slow Tie right here on Graveyard Shift. And it's another language warning. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.